Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of TV Donut, the podcast where we pick a television show completely at random. We watch the first episode and the last episode of the first season, and we try to figure out what happened in the middle. My name is Hannah. With me, as always, is my favorite co-host, Saskia. Hello. Good after day. And for the second episode in a row, we have a brand new guest host on TV Donut. Please welcome our friend, Maz. Hi, excited to be here. Welcome! Yeah, talking about Firefly. So like I said, normally what we do here is we pick a TV show at random, we watch the first and last episode, um, but this is our very first, very special episode of TV Donut for season four, and that's when we pick a show we've already seen, and we love, and basically then we just fan out and we talk about it a little yes. bit too much. But it's been, I should say... The show. Firefly. <laughs> it's Firefly, which obviously you know if you clicked on this link and are listening to this episode. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. Me so either. I don't know how you guys are going to do on the quiz I made. It's pretty basic, but I don't think I would do well at it because I haven't watched this show more than once. Me so. either. Been a for me too. Same. One time, like eight years ago. Yeah. Or seven. Yeah, eight. I can't. I didn't watch it when it was on. I should have. I'm one of the reasons why the show didn't get to keep going because I wasn't paying attention do it at the time. I have to admit that's me too and I feel so guilty. Alright, a uh, big Joss fan. We talk about Buffy on this podcast constantly. It's my favorite show. Um, it's the best show ever. And so it's kind of crazy that I wasn't paying more attention. I think I watched it a few years later when it was out on DVD. Um, yeah, and so you've seen it but not recently? Yeah, I saw exactly the same situation as you. So I saw it a few years after it actually came out, and I'm devastated. I wasn't one of the people that gave it more ratings. I know it's so it's tough, eh? Um, we've, we're in cancellation mode right now in, yes. in the world. We what the hell? Lost Brooklyn Nine Nine, and it was saved, and we are so happy. And there have been a lot of shows. I think Firefly is one of them where fans really tried to save it. And unfortunately, Fox sucks. I think they're still trying. <laughs> I think they're still like, we're sat there that want it back. It's yeah. not been one of the ones that's been rebooted. I was, all I think this is prime for a reboot. I was, in my research, I found out that their big complaint, Fox and the network, was that Mal was too dark to be a lead of a show. Jesus. Because, I mean, he does call Anira a whore. I didn't care for that. He threatens to um, throw Simon and River out into space. Like, he isn't fluffy. No, definitely not. But compared to, like, what we have now, or even to, like, a Tony Soprano or a house, like, he's not that dark. I think so, like Jessica Jones and the things that are popular oh, right now. It's I love like, yeah. Jessica Jones. Yes, exactly. So it's like, if we did this now, and I think. I don't think you can, I wouldn't redo it with the same people. I would go back and give these parts to actors this age now. That would be my problem, though. Could you cast it again as well? Well, I know. It's such a crapshoot, right? Um, But Fillion would have to be on there as, like, an older person that's, like, on the crew or whatever that they run into every once in a while. But I think it would, like, forget Charmed. Like, do another season or another version of Firefly. I think it was way before its time. And I think, like, this doesn't mean anything, but, like, this language of space is, like, much more accessible to, like, your average TV viewer where it's like, oh, they're flying in space, whatever. Like, that's normal. Whereas, you know, back in whatever year this was, 2003, it wasn't as normal. I don't know. How far into the future does it take place? 2153, I want to say, because I read it multiple times yesterday, but do not quote me on that. It's far. Yes. Yeah. Farther than we're, than we're used to. 
All right, let's. Do you guys want to say anything about the show except you know that we love it? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> absolutely love it. Uh, there are some debates as to the order in which the episode should be watched. It yeah. was aired out of order, so we watched the what we consider to be the traditional pilot and finale, um, but it's definitely not the way it went out. But when you look at the storylines, you know, like the we watched Serenity on here, it says it's episode eleven. But it's obviously a pilot, right? It's like, but maybe they thought, okay, this is too much of a pilot. We need to have them already be friends and have everybody know each other and everything. It's very weird. Okay, so the pilot is called Serenity. Here we go. After a flashback to Zoe and Mal's days in the wars six years previous, we cut to the modern day where the Serenity crew is running a salvage operation on a deserted ship and are forced to flee with the cargo when the Alliance show up. Their buddy Badger refuses to buy the cargo, so they head off to the Rim Worlds after picking up three passengers, Book, Simon, and Dobson. En route, someone sends a signal to the Alliance, and it turns out to be Dobson, an undercover federal agent who arrests Simon but is glad to take the whole crew in. He shoots Kaylee before being captured, and Simon forces Mal to flee in return for his doctoring services. When Mal investigates Simon's cargo, he finds a naked woman. Whoa. That's a lot. So yeah, like we said, we start out mid-war. That's a really interesting place to start a pilot, I think. It's very stressful. There's a lot of explosions going on. It looks expensive. Like, it looks... This show, I I really noticed... um, like the set deck and everything in it, and it's supposed to look sad and poor, but it also looks like they worked like really hard on it. Yeah, like it just looks every little detail is is very cool. Yeah, the ship, ship is amazing, ship is awesome. Ship is like a character into itself, and you can tell that they put so much thought into it. Yeah, and even the way that like when it takes off and it like lights up like a firefly and just like explodes looks like it's on fire it's very cool do you know what i found really interesting as well as the sound design that there was no like sounds when the ship blasts off in space and stuff they kept that very like clean as if you know you normally see space movies it's like when off the spaceship goes which of course like in reality you wouldn't hear because there's no sound in space no that's interesting i I thought something quite beautiful about that actually a lot of it was really pretty yeah, so we see that they were uh, fighting a war, him and Zoe, and then we meet Bendis, who um, is freaking out, and, and it looks like they're in a bad place. They're waiting for backup, but backup's not coming. And Mal, who at this time is a sergeant, is not going to say die. He This speech that he gives about, um, you know, they said they would waltz through Serenity Valley and we choked them with those words. Like, that is a good line. I was like, yeah, dude. You just focused. The Alliance said they were going to waltz through Serenity Valley and we choked them with those words. We've done the impossible. That makes us mighty. Just a little while longer, our angels are going to be soaring overhead, rain and fire on those arrogant cards. So you hold. You hold! Go! Really think we can bring her down, sir? You even need to ask? Uh, we've done the impossible, and that makes us mighty. It's like, yeah. this is like Shakespeare. Holy crap. <laughs> One thing that Joss Whedon does well, it's those victory speeches, uh, all the, you know, pre-battle speeches. Yes, it was great. And uh, it doesn't work on Bendis, though. He's like, fuck this. Yeah. We're going to die here. I just said he's too pretty to die. The mouth shoots, uh, shoots the plane out of the sky. 
Unfortunately, because yeah. it comes crashing towards them. Yeah, and then <laughs> the look on his face is a little priceless. bit of a backfire. And then the best part is that he laughs. He thinks it's hilarious, and that's like we see so much about who this character is going to be in this moment. Like mm-hmm. he's brave, but he's also crazy. Uh, and he also sees like just the ridiculousness in absolutely everything that's happening. Yeah, but yeah, they find out they're they supposed to, to lay give down up. arms. They're supposed to give up. They think help is coming. They hear they hear ships, but it's then it's many the enemy. Yeah, start to bomb. And Bendis gets shot and killed. Damn, which you knew was going to happen. Like, yeah, the minute you met that character, you're like, yeah, they're still going to kill him. No matter, like, so much. <laughs> tell they told him so many times he wasn't going to die that he definitely had to die. Yeah, and then yeah, flash forward six years, and they're breaking into this ship that's floating in space, and we don't know why, but. Uh, Obviously, they're trying to... Get the goods, get the cargo. Rescue the goods, exactly. And we see Wash is up on Serenity, kind of watching them. He's playing dinosaurs. (laughs) One of my favorite scenes. That was so adorable. We shall call it this land. Alan Tudyk (laughs) is too much. And he goes from, like, like childish, like, jokey to, like, really serious in certain scenes in this episode with his wife and and about their relationship and stuff and it's just like and then at the end of the time he's like oh yeah calm sir he likes that and he's like goofing around like i love it that he still makes it believable though he doesn't go overboard where it just becomes too sort of kitchen campy and you don't buy it anymore and i love his relationship with jane like this so antagonistic and they really hate each other and we don't know why but they're just opposite personality wise and jane can't handle that like he's kind of jokey and funny and that he has a good time with it. Just like <sighs> thinks he doesn't risk his life. And Wash is like, I'm captaining the ship. Like if they come arrest us, I'm getting arrested. So I don't know what you're talking about. No. So they, uh, use what they call the crybaby, which I thought was hilarious, which is like a fake distress signal that they send off into space. So the ship is chasing them. We'll have to go after the people that need help and let them go. But they get reported to Interpol, they call it, which is funny that that still exists. Um, and Mal doesn't seem happy, but we don't know why. No. But Zoe can see it too. Something's off. The ALC... Dortmunder. <laughs> yes. And that poor guy who is in charge of that thing doesn't even get a name. On IMDb, he's like, Dortmander Commander. Oh, my God. He has no name. But he's gone now. We don't care about him. He went after the fake crybaby distress signal. Yes. Yeah. Crybaby cry. Make your mother sigh. <laughs> so they get the cargo back on board. And yeah. The ship and then he's like, Rush, we're on. Go. And then we get the amazing opening theme song, which I did not know was written by Joss. No, I didn't either. Amazing. You can hear him sing it on the um, DVD specials uh, as well. It's so good. Apparently, he intended on playing Badger as well, I read. I was like, wow, that's funny. But I'm glad we got Mark Shepard, a.k.a. Crowley from Supernatural, because I love him. Yeah, so they tell, you know, tell Badger the job's done and hide the cargo, because we're taking on passengers, because we need the money. Mm-hmm. And then we meet your favorite. Who? Badger? Or Kaylee? Who's my favorite? Wait, Badger? They don't meet Badger for a while. No. So who's my favorite? Wait, who's Badger? Badger's the... Crowley? Yeah. Crowley. Oh, okay. He's the guy that they are, that is paying them to go and yes. steal the food. And yeah, Anara. Oh, Anara's my favorite. No, I was talking about Badger. 
Okay. But well, you we can, need you can tell them about that. either. <sighs> well, Inara is with a client when we first meet her. She hasn't checked in. Yeah. Uh, it's been how long? Well, she has the uh, shuttle of the Firefly, the Persephone. Of which they have two. Yes. Oh, I thought Persephone was where they were going. Yeah, that was the oh, place. Persephone, I think. the Eve's Down Docks. Yes, it is. Yeah. I don't think the shuttles have names. No, it wasn't. I thought, no, I think it came, no, something was weird, but it was the place. But yes, she has one of the shuttles because she's a regular uh, guest aboard the Firefly. She travels around with them a lot. It's her office. Yeah. Um, and she's ready to come back on board the Firefly. Yeah, except her creepy customer is like, oh, you should stay with me. I can afford you. Yes, he's very rich. And, and then later is like accused her of speeding up time. And like, he was a dick. Yeah, she was like, like clients are dicks though, aren't they? Yeah. And she later, well, she later tells him, it was like, this is the first guy who's ever asked her to stay. No, it was the, the only one. He only got one today, so she's slipping, is what she said. She normally oh. gets more than one a day. Never mind, I mis- misheard that. That that is much more. I kind of love those little one liners from yeah. an hour like that. Like that she's yeah. just so confident. I like her relationship with Kaylee too. Yep. It's uh, a little bit more apparent in the finale, but they have a sweet friendship. Yes. Which I like. Kaylee is great. But I do not like how Mal treats Inara. Like uh, like I, I know it's supposed to be like funny and flirty, but it's not. He's kind of an asshole. Yes. They they call Well I feel like that comes across too by the by her acting her face, she's not happy about what he says. Yeah. And well, I feel like I identify with well with her. Yeah. So but yeah. And I do like that they call him out on it. That's a bit he, of the thing with Mel. Like he's constantly saying things he shouldn't say, but I like that the show calls him out and makes it clear that he shouldn't be saying those things. Yeah. And just he stomps around like he's in charge and a lot of times they're like, No, we're not doing that. I don't care what you say. <laughs> like no. Uh, especially Wash and Inara are the two that definitely stand up to him the most in this episode. Whereas Zoe is like, follow the leader, follow the leader, which comes from having to follow him in battle, which is a different story mm-hmm. because you, you, you know, don't follow orders in that situation. A lot of people can get killed, but this is their job. It's not their life and they could walk away anytime they want. Right. So it's definitely a different story. But yeah, when he introduces, um, Book the shepherd yeah. to Anara. Um, Book's kind of taken aback, and he doesn't want to be around her because of what she does for a living and what he does for a living. Um, he and calls her an ambassador at the beginning. Well, that's the thing; like we don't know that, but he later explains like that's their little joke because she helps get them into countries they normally wouldn't be let into because she's a prostitute. And, you know, men on all planets welcome prostitutes. Mm. Um, but that's another example of him being an asshole to her. And then he's like, oh, don't you want to come meet the rest of our guests? And she's like, well, why don't you make sure? They want to meet me. Yeah, and that they're not going to treat me like shit. And yes. Yeah. Anyway, I was really upset. So, yes, she is my favorite. She is great. I, I stand up for her. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the ambassador graces us with her presence. Hello, Mal. I see we have some new faces. Hey, you. Hey, you. Ambassador, this is Shepard Book. I'd have to say this is the first time we've had a preacher on board. Well, I wasn't expecting to see a state official either. Ambassador? <laughs> I'm missing something funny. Not so funny. Ambassador's mouth way. She's a whore, Shepard. 
The term is companion. I always get those mixed up. How's business? None of yours. She is pretty much our ambassador. There's plenty of planets where we can let you dock without a decent companion on board. This, this isn't a problem for you, is it, Shepard? Well, I, I certainly... It's all right. I mostly keep to myself. And I'm not whoring. Would you want to meet the rest of the bunch? Why don't you make sure they want to meet me first? <laughs> but Badger's my real favorite. But not really, because he's no, a only dick the in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> only because I met him in real life once, and I love him so much. Well, they go to deliver the goods to him. Yeah. And he tells them that they're late. Which they aren't. They are not. He's lying. Yep. As to tell me what's really wrong. And he's like, well, you got spotted, and now these are fucking damaged goods. I don't want them anymore. You're well aware we landed two hours before we planned to, with all the goods you sent us after intact, ready to roll. It's your decision to get tetchy, say we're late. Means you're looking to put us on the defensive right up front. Which means something's gone wrong. It didn't go wrong on our end, so why don't we start again with you telling us what's up? You're later than I'd like. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. You got in here sooner. You might have beaten the bulletin that came up saying, Rogue Vessel Classification Firefly was spotted pulling illegal salvage on a derelict transport. Didn't idea us. Doesn't lead to you. No, it doesn't. But a government stamp on every molecule of the cargo just may be mine. You noticed that? You were going to hand over imprinted goods and just let me twist. Is that the case? We didn't pick the cargo. And I didn't flash my ass at the Goram law. It's no deal. Yeah, and Mal's like, we know you don't care that we got spotted because it won't come back to you. It's because they're marked. You can still melt them down. Yeah. And he's like, well, you were going to sell me marked goods and not even tell me. And Mal's like, you're the one that told us to go get these. We didn't pick these to bring to you. So, yeah, basically Crowley, a.k.a. Badger says uh, he won't buy them. Deals off. Go to one of the outer planets. Try to get rid of them there. If you stay here, I'm going to call the cops on you. Which is like double shitty. Yes. I so wanted them to get back at him somehow, but they never did in that episode. Yeah. And I looked it up when I was going through my notes because I don't have a donut question. Does he come back? They'd work with him again after this um, and kind of part on fine terms. Like they don't get any revenge on him or anything. Yeah, so. I really wanted that big revenge I feel moment. like that would have been in the second half of the season if we had gotten the last nine episodes, right? So he does appear in one other episode and mm-hmm. they do another job together. I do have a question about that, but it doesn't involve him. And it seems like he walks away from it with what he wanted and they are not upset about it either. So, yeah. It's pretty I guess they're crazy. constantly getting screwed over and screwing people over, so I guess yeah. it might just be part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, so they get Book, and the only other person that, oh, there's two other people that they bring on board, right? Simon. Yeah. Who they find out later is a surgeon. The doctor. Yeah. And then Book, who's a shepherd, who gives Kaylee a box. Did you guys remember what was going to be in it? I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> and she kept it for herself. Yeah, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be the compression coil that she wanted, although it probably wouldn't fit in a box. Of that, that size. That, that scene where Kaylee tells Shepard that he's coming on that ship is one of my favorite Kaylee scenes. Like, yeah. it's just so her. The way that she's like, you're coming with us. And she's twirling chips. that umbrella that's yep. multicolored. And she just looks so beautiful. Yeah, she's just parked outside. Mal has left her in charge of finding people to bring on board because they need the money. And yeah, she notices that he's not looking at where the ships are going. 
he has an earlier run-in um, with a man who doesn't have a name, but he um, plays Jude's father on the show I watched, The Fosters, yeah. which just goes to show you, like, everyone in the background of this was working to get somewhere, and just, like, everyone in the background of stuff we're watching now is working to get somewhere 10 years from now, and it's, like, TV is so crazy like that. He had one line, and I was like, oh my god, you're, like, a main person on one of my shows. Like, you know what, I mean, this is not related to this episode, but you know that Zac Efron plays young Simon? No, in the later, I did not. I was I watching it, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, he looks similar. I'm like, oh no, that's not Zac Efron. And I it is. even knew who it was when I watched this. That's I definitely didn't know. And that. that's the thing, right? It's like it's crazy going back because you get to spot all these actors who are just trying to work their way up the yeah. ladder. But yeah, he tried to get uh, book to join him and tell him like, oh, we have the best ship, we'll give you a cheap rate, and uh, call them Grandpa. And the guy was like, the book was like, nah, you know, you're not for me. He didn't like the ship, but he does like the Firefly. So Kaylee is able to convince him to come on, which is, yeah, really great scene. It's funny when she calls him grandpa, though, too. Yeah. But I think she gets it when he says, I never married. Uh, whereas the other guy is like, what? Like, I don't, what are you talking about? Yeah. I noticed when I was highlighting through my notes, like at the top of this page, I wrote, Jane wants to kill Badger. Then later I'm like, Jane wants to kill blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, she's so angry. This whole thing, he always wants to kill everybody. Uh, so yeah, they're debating on what, okay, what do we do? Like, do we go on to our next destination and try and sell this stuff now? Did we know it was food? I don't think so, right? I thought it was gold up until she ate it. I thought it. it was gold. Okay. Uh, but it's food. Surprise. Which is, I guess, more valuable than gold at this time. Yes. Like, uh, but they decide they can't go on to this other planet because there's too many people there. It's, like, too high profile. Um, and so then Zoe suggests, they, like, just dump it. Let's just dump it and go. And he's Why like, wouldn't they just keep it for themselves? Uh, yeah. Why don't they just eat it? Good just point. eat it. Uh, they can't afford to. They can't go anywhere until they sell it because yeah. they don't have the gas. I haven't had a job in weeks. Yeah. He needs the coins. Later does talk about how he refuses to... Um, make decisions based on like hope or or maybes. Like they're gonna go for the plan, even though the plan sucks. Because at least like it, there's not a chance of them ending up drifting through space without any fuel or food. Well, as he points out, they don't often have a lot of luck, do they? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Hurts, it's probably yeah. not a good thing not for them. Depend on our luck. Yes, exactly. And then we get the scene where Kaylee eats what's in the box. It's a strawberry. It's a beautiful. Perfect strawberry. She's super happy about it. Most definitely a rarity. And also, Book shares his veggies with the yes. crew, so they get like a decent meal, which is really nice. Yeah. But now, and this is where Jane is. Yeah. Super rude. He gets kicked out of the table for yeah. being vulgar. You seem so young to be a doctor. Yeah. You're pretty young to be a ship's mechanic. No how. <laughs> Machines just got workings and they talked to me. That's a rare gift. Well, not like being a doctor. <laughs> Helping fix people, that's important. Little Kaylee here just wishes you was a gynecologist. <laughs> Jane. Don't keep a civil tongue in that mouth or I will sew it shut. Is there an understanding between us? You don't pay me to talk pretty. Just because Kaylee gets lubed up over some big city dance. Walk away from mean... this table. Right now. Yeah, he's a lot. 
Yes. <laughs> so much fun to watch them. Yeah. There is, I felt like good moments and bad moments with him where sometimes I'm like, yes. And then other times I'm like, no. But I think that's what I love about a show like this as well is that every character is kind of flawed in their yeah. own way, but it's their character. It's like their personality. So you love and hate them at the same time. They're uniquely flawed as well. Yeah. It's not for like these cliche characters where you're like, oh, we know this character. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're very interesting and, and seems like they have backstories and histories that we're going to learn about, which is very cool. And they're definitely, they're not perfect. They're they're like people in real life. Everyone's got their own thing. And it's like, and it makes a really interesting dynamic between them as well. Yeah. And they've lived in shitty circumstances for a long time. So of course not everyone's like Jane gets really mad that Kaylee is, is very happy and sunny and thinks like you have to stop it. And I was like, you can't stop it. Like that's her. Plus, on the flip side of that, though, I love that she's not just naive. Like, there's more to it. Like, she's got a strength. She's got, and she's actually quite clued in in her own way, sort of things. Yeah. They didn't just make her this sort of almost dumb blonde character. She's, she's also actually, a mechanical genius. Yeah. And she later says that machines talk to her, which is very cool. Yeah. I really like her a lot. I think, I was going to say, she's, I think she's on this rewatch, my favorite character. Mm. I do love Kate. I really, just all the scenes that she's in are warm and just funny and cool. I agree. Yeah. Okay, so then what happens? Um, oh, Book goes to visit Inara and brings her dinner. They admit they're both fascinated by Mal, which is kind of a sexy scene. He's something of a mystery. Mm-hmm. And then she says, because so few men are. Are mysterious. Yes. Yeah. He, they don't know what he wants. And, like, it's kind of true. Like, we don't know what he wants either. He, yeah. He's a very interesting character. And then they, they find out that a signal has been sent out. For help, there's a mole on board, so Mal goes at Simon, punches him in the face, but oops, he's not the right person. Yeah. He says, do you think I'm a complete back birth? <laughs> he's It's like, what the hell is that? I do love the language they've developed <laughs> for this gosh, show. Yeah. They have so many of their own like little quotes and yeah, comments that are amazing. Swearing in Chinese. It's great. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, Leah's shot in the stomach. Uh, well, first the guy, Lawrence, comes out. Um, Book is like, yeah, I think you got the wrong dude. And Mal turns around and sees he's got a gun held on him. Yes. And yeah, then Kaylee just innocently walks in and gets shot in the stomach, which is like the worst place to get shot. You can't be too happy on a show like this because you know they're going to shoot you. Mm, yeah. It was chaos. And then once again, Jane wants to kill Lawrence. Um, but Book won't let him, and then Zoe steps in the middle to kind of calm them down. And uh, Simon, well, before this happened, right, Mal searched Simon's stuff and, yes. and found River. That's right. Yeah. She's not supposed to wake up for another week. No, doesn't that happen afterwards? Uh, hold on. I feel like it's before. No, Kaylee no, is shot. After he treats Kaylee. Kaylee is shot, she's... and then River wakes up. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. He searches his stuff afterwards. Cause, well, right, because... Because they're told the Dockford prison transfer. Because he thinks he's going to arrest Mal, but it turns out he's arresting the doctor. So then they're like, well, we want to know what's going on. Right. And once he's already treating Mal Kaylee. Mal thinks yeah. they're caught for stealing the food. Once he realizes he's not the one in danger, he kind of calms down a little. And he's like, oh, you're arresting this guy? Okay, let's find out what the situation is. Because then maybe I am on your side and maybe you can take this guy. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so they've... But after Kaylee is shot, 
kind of all bets are off, right? So, And there's the whole situation where he's, like, refusing to treat her. Yes. Yeah. Simon tells them if they don't run, he won't perform surgery and save Kaylee's life. So they agree to, but that's when Mal's like, all right, you've got us in some shit, so I'm finding out what the shit is. And goes through the stuff, opens the crate, and finds River asleep and frozen? Yes, frozen. <laughs> yeah, cryogenically frozen. Okay, it was like, was it supposed to be, like, just mysterious, or she's supposed to be, like, cold and naked? And uh, this is kind of one of my favorite scenes just because of Nathan Fillion's face. Like, he did some good acting in this scene when he looked at her and he was like, like, not at all what he was expecting to find, obviously. And then she wakes up and freaks out and starts screaming. I want to know what's going on here. Well, then why don't we find out? What do you... No! No! Stay away from that! Ah! Where's the Fed? Secured. Shepard's with him. Seems to think he's not safe alone with me. No. Well, let's see what a man like you would kill for. No, don't! I need to check her vitals. Oh, is that what they call it? She's not supposed to wake up for another week. The shock... The shock of what? Waking up? Finding out she'd been sold to some border world baron? Or, I'm sorry, was this one for you? Is it true love? Because you do seem a little... Yeah, I totally agree with you. This is my absolute favorite, like, moment of the entire season, I think. Because it's just, like, even just Simon's reaction to River and then their reaction to him as he's reacting to River. Like, it just sets up all the characters so well. Yeah. It is so beautifully done, that scene. It's pretty great. Uh, And then Simon has to explain himself, basically. Like, he's super smart, but River's, like, a crazy super genius. They sent her off to some amazing private school where apparently she was immediately tortured and the government started experimenting on her brain. Yep. She sent out coded messages asking for help and it took him three years to rescue her. And now he's on the run from his cushy government surgery job, which sucks for him, basically. The first time you start to like him, though, as well, because you sort of see the softer side of him and, like, his relationship to River, I think. Yeah, he was obviously set up for the audience to think something's off. There's an earlier scene where they decide, like, they're they're going to restrict their movements because they're hiding this food. Um, so they can't go in the cargo bay, and that's where River is, obviously, right? So Simon's not going to be stoked about that. So he just kind of is like, he's got this weird expression on his face. And then, yeah, you do realize, like, he's given up a lot to just save his own sister, and now he's going to be arrested and thrown in jail. And worse is going to happen to her, probably. Which sucks. Mal's still pissed, but he's like, whatever, let's go still sell the food. Yeah. We'll deal with this guy later. Tale of woe. Uh, Very stirring. Because apparently not much of the message got out, they hope. They don't know, but they don't think they they know who they are or where they're going. So they're just going to go about their business. Yeah. Yeah. 
I do like that scene though too with Jane as well because he's like holding him back and the whole thing. They even like, like he wants to kill everybody. Things, like, the way that he holds him like is just full on choke yeah. hold around the neck. It's so Jane. Like it's just all those little moments filled the characters. It's amazing. It's really great. And then the Reavers show up. Yeah. Then they somehow they're right in. They're just there. They're just there. Like. I feel like the idea, that's crazy how it just happens. They're like, what the fuck? Now we don't know what to do. If you run, they chase after you, so you can't run. So they're like, just turn off everything and try to float by. Yeah. And, and this is like, where, like, down. it got serious, serious. Because yes. Zoe tells Simon, Holy shit. who thinks it's just, like, you know, campfire stories, that if they are caught, they will be raped to death, then eaten, and then their skin will be used in their clothes. But if you're lucky... They will do it in that order. Yeah, which I thought was crazy because I was like, I, tr- I thought like I'd rather be raped after I was dead personally if I had a choice. No, but that but wouldn't then I realized you. I understood. I was like, no, she means eat you first and then rape you and then kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Or they take, would your eat you, take your skin off no, first. No, first they would take your skin off, then they would eat your flesh, then they would rape you to death. To death. If they did it in reverse. Yes. Which is like literally the most horrifying thing anyone's yes. ever said until yes. we get to the finale when fucking Jubal is like, have you ever been raped? Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. Mm. Vomit came up. I was like, I would, if someone, a man I did not know, I mean anyone actually, but a man I didn't know said that to me in that tone, I'd piss myself. It, like, I think that's the scariest thing you could say. Like, you can't say, have you ever been murdered? Because obviously... You haven't. That's not going to happen to you twice. But like, holy fuck. Anyway, the way that he delivered it to It's terrifying. And I'm like, you're from Law and Order, dude. You're a lawyer. Like, you're a nice man. I know that you put the criminals in jail. Like, take off that outfit and stop saying you're going to rape people. It's okay. He gets what's coming. To oh, him. fuck. We'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> Let's get through this uh, pilot. Okay, what happens next after the reverse? Right. So they go quiet and they just basically, like, slowly float past them in hopes. Because, like you said, if they run... They have to chase. It's like a dog almost. Like, But if you're just quiet, maybe the dog's distracted by something else. Yeah. Uh, and then they land on this planet where they are going to meet a woman named Patience, which we have not mentioned. This is Mal's plan. Patience will take the food, uh, but everyone else thinks that's crazy because the last time we saw Patience, Patience shot Mal. And they and Mal's like, eh, it was business and I kind of deserved it. And that's it's been a while. So it's like, it's probably fine. Which I guess is why I wasn't so annoyed at Crowley's character. Because <laughs> shoot him at least. Yes. That's true. And he was wearing that dope hat. Uh, yeah. So they... Before call- that, Malk also lies to uh, What's-His-Face and tells him that Kaylee is dead. Yes. <laughs> that was a great scene. And then not only that, later laughs with the rest of the guys yes. about how hilarious it was. And Zoe. Yeah, and that cut away to them laughing. That <laughs> is face was so upset that that she had died oh my god yeah he runs at first like you think when he's doing it always testing him to see how he's gonna react no he's just having a laugh it's awesome yeah that was crazy he also catches um not catches but like walks in on anara and simon talking and anara's like oh it's just giving him a like a freebie and like just to piss him off like the whole their whole thing is weird and really, she, she also threatens to leave the ship if he kicks Simon and River off the ship because he's, like, planning to leave them on the moon where they're going, which is a bad place. 
And he's also threatened to throw them out of the ship before they get there if they don't, if they cause any more trouble, basically. Like, space them or whatever. Yeah. Go. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Not cool. Float through space. So, yeah. Die. And Nara's like, mm, no, dude. Like, you're a dick. Why are you being a dick? And she keeps defending him, like, behind his back. Yeah. And then he's still an asshole. Ugh. Anyway. So, yeah. They talk to patients. She agrees to the deal, which they think immediately means that she's going to try and shoot them again. Yes. Because she didn't even try to get the price down or anything. She was just like, yeah, great. Come here. Let's do it. This is genuine food. Great yeah. Food. Uh, but then she says, I got a rule. Never lose money. Don't, I don't have to. Don't spend money. I don't have to. Yeah. So their plan, if they go early, they bury the treasure and they try to set it up so that they can like figure out what she would do to them so they can preempt it. Basically, Jane takes out the snipers and then they shoot all of her dudes and then they shoot her horse. Yeah. I don't like when they shoot was the We have a real problem move. on this podcast with animals getting killed. It happens more than you would know. And it's always upsetting because they never deserve it. I get more upset when animals die than when Saskia does die. too. She takes it real hard. Especially a bastard shoots horse. When it's dogs. What the oh, fuck? Oh, yeah, no, don't kill dogs. Why? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, she gives the money, they take the money, he gives the money back, they fight, he gets the money back again. But he doesn't kill patients, he leaves her to rule her empire, yeah. even though she's very snobby about it, that he hasn't moved up in the world, and she has, kind of thing. Like, we started from the bottom, now we're here, whatever, and it's like, calm down, lady. Yeah. You already shot him once, and Zoe gets shot in the crossfire, and Mal gets shot, too, in the arm. They both get shot, but uh, luckily Zoe's wearing armor, body armor. Yeah. So she's fine. It's fine. And then the goddamn Reavers followed them. They're they're screwed. They have to go. Mm-hmm. So they ride off trying to get back to the ship, but no, lo and behold... Another favorite scene. Them on horseback was pretty good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Somebody got cut themselves out of their fucking... Binds yeah, and Lawrence. escaped uh, because Book was trying to talk to him. He's like, "Look, I think you're in more trouble than you think." But They're gonna he, kill you. Yes, he's trying to help. He's trying him. to help him, and he freaking knocks him unconscious like an asshole. Yeah. Um. Yes, and then he holds River hostage, but Malk. And Jane and Zoe make it back to the ship. Yeah. And uh, shoot him in the head without him. Just a take a second thought. And um, Book's face and Simon's face, like everybody is like, oh, okay. This is real. This guy is for real. Like, he did it with such style. Don't yes. disagree with the decision. Like, honestly, it was very Rick Grimes. Like, <laughs> but, but he, like, he doesn't even stop to find out what's happening. He later, like, blames Jane and thinks that he didn't Didn't tie tie him up. up. And, like, he knows that he tried to bribe him. And Jane says, well, the money wasn't good enough. And Mal's like, yeah, well, what happens when it is? Like, and that day will come, right? Like, It's a great setup. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Why are these guys even working together? They don't even trust each other at all. Yeah, that's pretty good. Loved it. That's another thing that I love about Jane, though, is that he never hides it. Like, you know. Like, he's yeah, said multiple times. Yeah, he's on front times. street, for sure, yeah. about his feelings. He uh, he gets blamed in the finale because um, River has his gun, and he's like, I didn't want her here. I said that. Nah. <laughs> it's like, okay, tact. That's harsh. Like, don't, I'm not taking the blame for this shit. It's like, 
Yeah. Really funny. So yeah, the they they have to get away. So we see why wash is important. And uh, we need Kaylee in the engine room, even though she's literally just gotten out of surgery. Mal tells Anira to grab the civilians into the ship, her ship, and, and be ready to take off in a separate direction if need be. She's like, I'm not going to leave you. You'll die. Like, this is where we finally see, like, she actually loves him after all the bullshit this whole episode. Which, I don't know, I don't care for that kind of relationship where it's, like, just mean. I don't know. I feel like they could have gone in a different direction with their, and, like, even, like, like maybe more of a power struggle. I don't know. Not that she has anything to do with their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they make it. They do this, like, amazing, like, turnaround burn and, like, run away. I thought they, like, blew that ship up with their, like, fire. But oh, no. it was huge. Yeah. This is massive. <laughs> A lot of good VFX. But no, they the just... way they can the turn around in time to yeah. follow us now. They just, like, stopped and flipped around and changed directions, basically. And the ship chasing them was much larger and just it had no chance of performing that maneuver. Especially when they don't know what's coming. Yeah. But Zoe thinks it's so awesome. She wants to, like, hook up with him. So she leaves Mal in charge of his own ship. And I need this man to take all my clothes off. Yeah. Uh, a book worries that he's gotten on the wrong ship. The last two days have been a nightmare. He saw someone get murdered, and he didn't disagree with it. So he's kind of worried about what's going to happen next. Um, but Anira's like, well, maybe this is exactly where you're supposed to be. Like, maybe you're needed here kind of thing, which is cool. Great mm-hmm. point, I thought. Yes. And also so much more foreshadowing, right, of, like, his part there. Because I didn't like how Book was so black and white at the start. Like, I'm glad they didn't stick with that too long. That would have really annoyed me. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, he literally says he's been out of his convent or whatever for, like, a few days, right? So he's he's on a whole other place experiencing things he probably has never like he's never been around a companion before right he's never been around like, someone who talks like jane so he's never really been like, a woman before yeah he? probably that's true he does later say like some shepherds marry but he didn't want to yeah uh jane tells mal like we got to get rid of river and simon they're it's a problem they're gonna keep looking for her yeah because he was told by um the bad guy Agent who they shot in the head and then threw out of the yep. serenity that, that she's worth a lot to the government and that they will find her no matter what you do to me. Like they aren't going to stop coming for her. But Mal's like, no, nah. he asks them to stay and says that we need a doctor and we're always on the run. So this is probably the safest place for you to be. It's like, how do you won't, how do I know you won't kill me in my sleep? He says he will do it. You will be awake. He'll be facing me and you will be armed. That's right. Which is, I mean, you know, that's the code, right? And you can tell, like, that is the kind of person that he is. Yes. Whereas Jane would sneak up on you and and kill you in your sleep if that was what he wanted to do. Whereas Mal is like, he's not a killer. He kills to survive, and that's it. So if it's kill or be killed, cool. I will kill you. Or if you're going to kill Kaylee or someone that I care about or someone weaker than me. But, yeah, I'm not going to poison you in your sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's the pilot. I did. It ended on an amazing note, which was when um, Mal was saying, like, I've, I've had a good day. I'm in a good mood. This was a good day. And Simon points out all of the horrible things that have yes. happened. And he's like, yeah, but we're still flying. Are you obviously sentimental? Had a good day. You had the alliance on you. 
criminals and savages. Half the people on the ship have been shot or wounded, including yourself, and you're harboring known fugitives. I'm still flying. That's not much. It's enough. And, like, that's enough for him, right, to be moving through the universe on his own accord is good enough to make him happy. Amazing pilot. Like, yes, maybe one of the best ones that we've watched. Very How did this good. show get canceled? Oh, uh, it's so irritating. And it's like, it didn't even get a full season. Like, it didn't even get a chance. All right, let's talk about the finale. Objects in space. Oh, my God. Okay, so I read you, like, a novel. Uh, for the first one, this one says, A bounty hunter boards the Serenity to capture River for the Alliance. That's nice it. succinct. But there, there is really only That's one very plot line happening in this episode, whereas in the pilot, we I could say maybe three or four plot lines are for happening, sure. right? So this one should be a little quicker. <clears throat> but, oh, we got through that pilot pretty quickly. Yeah. Again, it's very straightforward. When we get sci-fi, like we did Flash Forward recently, I don't know if you've ever, it was a one wonder <laughs> as well, one season. Um, but it's about these people that pass out for a minute and they see their feet, they see six months into the future and then they're back in the, anyways, it was so hard to talk about because it's so plot heavy and like every scene is important. So it's like, oh God damn it, we it can't was. stop. But this one is like, there are long stretches where you're just like sailing through the ocean, ocean. There's a lot of character development, I think, in the pipe. There's a lot of little moments that are sort of setting up who these people are and what their relationships are between each other. And that's the case in a lot of great pilots, yeah. is that it's uh, it's really about showing us who our new friends are going to be and, and how we feel about them and how they feel about each other. Yeah. And then in the pilot, or the finales, it's always about like where we're going to leave you and how we're going to get you wanting to come back for more. I really liked this episode and I really liked it as a finale I think even though it's probably not the proper finale it was very like we're one team by the end you know what I mean like for sure much more than how we ended in the pilot with everybody not really on one team at all okay so the opening of this episode is super weird I remembered it right away when I was watching it Kaylee or not Kaylee River is kind of making her way through Serenity, and she's observing people in moments who don't seem to be noticing her. So it's like, is she in a dream? Is she invisible? Um, And then all of a sudden they'll turn to her and they'll say something, which is very jarring. Um, But we're not sure, are, are they saying that? Or is she hearing them think that? Or is that something that's going to happen in the future? It doesn't seem like it's something they're saying out loud. At that other moment. To me, it was hearing. like we were in her head. Like, this yeah. is how she sees the world. So to me, that was the kind of right. stuff that she's hearing through her sort of psychic abilities. Not yeah. so much that they're saying it. Yeah. And But Simon's, he does later say it out loud later in the episode. Like, you know, if this hadn't happened, I would still be a doctor. I would still, you know, be living my life. So is it a well, I think premonition it. of a conversation that's going to happen? I think it's more she's reading their thoughts. Like, yeah. she's hearing that that's what he's thinking. Yeah, in that moment. Because in that moment, he's kind of flirting with Kaylee. Of course, we've skipped over the donuts. So we don't know technically where their relationship is. But her legs are just kind of over his... And he's telling a story about grad night, how drunk he got. And so, yeah, that is probably in his head. He's thinking, oh, my God, I'd still be there if I wasn't here. And that it really upsets Kaylee when he says that's that was the place I felt most at home 
because he's talking about River and how he thinks Serenity is the place she's felt most at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Kaylee is visibly upset that he isn't glad that he's met her, which is like kind of such a girly move, but he seems oblivious. Like she's kind of making it obvious that that's what she wants him to say. And he doesn't even come close. So it's like, do you think he's not getting the hint or does he think, do you think like, I feel like a character like Mal wouldn't want to say that because it's like committing to being like in the relationship. Yeah. But Simon comes off more just like oblivious. Like, I think he's he just not understanding that she's like, yeah, but then you met me and we're in love now. Right. Like, Oh. I think it's just one of those guys that doesn't read emotion very well. Yeah. I think that's his character. I think he's just well, a, again, like, you like said, high on the intelligence yeah. level, right? So that's sometimes low on the EQ level. Mm. But yeah, it's I don't know. It was really interesting. Yeah, Jane and Booker are talking about not having sex or choosing not to have sex, which is a weird conversation. And then I didn't understand their comments. Like Jane said, he got stupid. The money was too good. Yes. So which, has he betrayed? Exactly, which is almost relates back to the pilot. And then Book said he doesn't care if you're innocent or not. Which again, does that go back to the pilot with Gail killing that fed? Like I feel this goes back to the episodes in between, which I've watched, so I, I feel I know what this is referencing, but I don't think you want me to tell you what oh, this is. Of course. Is. I mean <laughs> yeah. we have seen them too. Yeah. yeah. We just don't I feel remember. that's a reference to when because Jane did um at one point betray them. Like he worked right. with the Alliance. There was that episode where they went back to the medical facility and he actually did betray them. Yes. And he was gonna sell out. They referenced that um, yes. River and Sun. I have a question about mm-hmm. it in my donut mm-hmm. questions. About what he portrayed them for. But yes, that's true. Okay. So the money was too good. Right. And what do you know about what book's referencing? Well, I think that just means that 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 Jane doesn't really care if she's an innocent person or not an innocent person. He's going to sell her out anyway. That's the way that I read it. But I haven't watched it in a while, so I'm not sure if there was something more there. But when I watched it the other day, that's kind of the feeling that I got. That's like, it doesn't matter if you're a good person or a bad person. He's just going to sell you out anyway. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, River is in the cargo hold. She steps on a stick and she picks it up. There's leaves everywhere. Really beautiful scene. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of comes to and everybody's screaming at her, which is very disorientating, even for the viewer. So I really liked the way they shot this because this whole scene, you're like, what the, is this a dream? What the fuck's happening? And then all of a sudden, you're, it's like you're getting screamed at and you don't know why. And she looks down. It's not a stick. It's a gun, right? And Mal grabs it right away and, and uh, she just runs off. It's too crowded in here. So yes. obviously we know that something is not well with River. It's just an object. Doesn't mean what you think. What are you thinking? Where did you get a hold of? Don't yell at me. It was in my hand. Not mad. Just let me thank you. Fully loaded safety off. This here is a recipe for unpleasantness. Does she understand that? She understands. She doesn't comprehend. I'm glad we've made that distinction. No touching guns. Okay? No touching. River. It's getting very, very crowded. I thought she was on the mend. Uh, her her medications are erratic. There's there's not one that her system can eventually break down. Then I want a lot of medical jargon. I'll talk to a doctor. You are talking to a doctor. Yeah. Okay. My point is, 
Could have been you she might have shot just then. The doctor, as you just made note of. And who exactly could fix you? Not nobody. We're deep in space, cornering no and where. You take extra care with her. Because we're very much alone out here. And very scary. Everyone kind of starts talking about, like, the, the problem with River. Like, no touching. What do we do? Yeah. Um, and Mal kind of puts it on Simon, which I guess is a little bit fair. And it's just like, she could have shot you. We're in deep space. You're the doctor. So if you get shot, there's no one to save you. Like, do you understand that? And, you know, he's just like, oh, she would never shoot me. And it's like, not understanding, obviously. Like, she didn't even know she was holding a gun. She thought she was holding a stick. Yeah. It's a tough situation, too. Because yeah. obviously you want to protect her, but it's like, what yeah. do you do without hurting her as it's, well? Um, I mean, it's such the question of, like, the Marvel, you know, of the mutants, of all of that. It's like, they're, they're kids. They have no control over what's happening. Um, but they're not necessarily safe. So, especially when you're flying through space, who knows what power she has? I mean, we're about to find out. She might be able to become a ship. Might, yes. <laughs> so that's when we meet Jubal Early, who I previously mentioned is on Law & Order, mm -hmm. or one of the Law & Orders, for sure. I didn't look it up, but I could tell his voice. I was like, I know you prosecuted some people. Uh, his outfit Amazing. It was like something out of Battlestar Galactica. Yes. The original, I thought. I was like... For sure. Whoa. And I love the spacewalk. Like, what a cool shot. Again, this show looks like it was very expensive. Maybe that's why they canceled it. Because, uh, yeah, he jumps, basically, like, gets out of his spaceship and walks over theirs and is, like, spying on them through the window. It's so creepy. Like... As you do in space. You can't imagine, exactly, a person you've never seen before coming out of nowhere when you're in space. And he manages to pull it off. And he is so creepy. Everything he says is creepy. The way he says it is creepy. Like, when he gives that speech about how women are weak and it's unfair that they can make children. Like, where does that come from? It's so, like... What? He's slightly crazy as what? well, which Lays is just amazing. Out in space in the middle of nowhere and a bounty hunter and stuff. But like, what is Joss saying with this, like, man's rights character? Like, it's super weird. Like, obviously yes. not that he's right, because he gets his, and no one agrees with him. <laughs> but it's very specifically aggressive. It's real weird. It's what makes the character so good, though, because yeah. it is just so... It's off-putting. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all talking about what in to the kitchen, do yeah. about River, and this is when Kaylee admits, like, okay, so remember that time you guys got kidnapped? Uh, I was pinned down, and I couldn't kill anyone because I'm a chicken. And Mal's like, it's fine, like, it's fine. Uh, and then River came out of nowhere, and she blasted them without looking. Uh, she murdered them with math. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Pardon, what, what, what? And then Kaylee's <sighs> like, and then she smiled at me. And I've been afraid of her ever since. Like, this whole story is amazing. As if they were playing a game. She has not told anybody. She's basically dating this girl's brother. Like, holy shit. And, and then we see that she is below them, like, standing on a railing in the creepiest freaking stance yes, ever. in the weirdest position. Dude. It's almost like, remember when we watched, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, and she was a Terminator. Yes, yeah, it was exact. That's exactly what I thought of when she was standing like that. I was like, "That's a Terminator stance." You uh, practiced her Terminator stance. This is very creepy. And then you had her below them, and then the bounty hunter above them. Like you guys are not. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. 
That's so true. So, uh, yeah, they don't know exactly what to do. They're of different minds, and Miles decides he's going to think on it, which is, again, you know, good leadership. Is that the first time he's thought on something? <laughs> not usually a big thing. Yeah, I, I like that line. I'm going to have a think on it, <sighs> and then we'll decide later, right? Uh, and then Jubal, or Early, I don't know what we should call him. I called him Jubal in my notes, but then he introduces himself at Early, but he's offended by being called Jubal. Yeah, he so does we say nobody call calls Jubal. me Jubal. Yeah. yeah. Just to, like, knock him down a peg. Uh, Simon's kind of mad, but then him and Kaylee sort of make up, and then they almost kiss, but then it's, like, weird and awkward, and Book interrupts them, <sighs> and then they all go to sleep, and Jubal sneaks on the ship. And he, like, gets in a fight with Mal. And Knocks him out pretty much immediately. Yeah, Mal's Mal reaction is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. He's like, how did you get on my ship yeah, in the middle of space? Like he's yeah. and like, Kaylee as well. It's like, what are you doing here? It's so weird. Yeah. And then, yeah, he locks everybody in their compartments. Although no one really seems to notice. There was one point where I thought Jane was going to get up and help. But he literally just turned over and went back to sleep. When he pulled yeah. the blanket yeah. down, he revealed all the guns, and you're like, here he goes! He's gonna save Then he just wraps himself up in the blanket. And then yeah. he complains later that he missed it all. I'm like, you woke up. You just didn't get up. So, you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, so that's when he went to Kaylee and he said, have you ever been raped? And he says he won't hurt her if she tells him where River's room is, and she he handcuffs her. And she doesn't try anything funny. She later admits to River, I, I told him where you were. Which kind of sucks, but... But it's so realistic in a way, too. Like, if you, someone came to me with that voice and was like, I'm going to rape you. Yeah. Like, I probably yeah. would say where she it's is. Like, goddamn terrifying. Totally. Uh, somehow Book is still wandering around free, but he gets knocked out. Uh, Simon also wakes up, and they get into a huge fight. He doesn't want to kill Simon, but he will. Um, and then that's when we find out he's a bounty hunter. There's a $200,000 reward to bring them in. It's a lot. Live or dead, I think, right? He doesn't seem to really care. Apparently they've been tracking them for a while. He specifically says how long, but I couldn't, it was like the name of a planet. So I wasn't like, I wasn't sure if it was like the first planet or it's like a recent planet that they've been on. But it's like, I've been tracking you ever since blah, 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 you got reported. I think it was Persephone. I think it was that first one. And I think it was maybe when they got caught that first time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, he says that he, like, basically convinces Simon to help him look for her. And he's like, well, your alternative is that I kill you now. And if I do that, there's no chance for you to, like, maybe jump in and be a hero, which is really smart, I thought. That's smart, like, planning on the bad guys. It's also smart writing, too, because it gives an excuse for Simon the Den to be with him as to why Simon would be helping him. Like, it was really clever the way it was written. like, well, you know, I could kill you now, but there's a chance you could win if you come with me and try to help me find her. And he's like, cause he keeps saying like, I'm not going to help you kidnap my sister. That's insane. But he later again, threatens Kaylee. And so it's like, look, you want me to go up and rape Kaylee? I will just friggin' help me find your sister. She's a huge pain in the ass. I quite like that moment with Simon as well. And was like, come out. The nice man's going to kidnap you. It was yeah. like, nice moment of levity for his characters. He's quite out, serious. Yeah, it was this awesome. guy's trying to kill you. Yes, and then we get the amazing uh, opinion um, that surgeons should be shot because psychiatrists have to go to therapy and surgeons should have to know what it's like to go through. Uh, they, <laughs> yeah. they search the companion shuttles uh, where they find Inara. 
Um, and she's like, dude, give up. There's This is a smuggling ship. There's so many places to hide. You're not going to find her. I've been here, for, like, I've been on the ship for over a year and I couldn't tell you all the places she could be hiding. And then he punches her in the face. What did she say? She says, like, basically, she says, like, he's tired. I don't even know. It's, like, not even that bad of an insult. She starts to try to do the companion thing on him to try to, I think uh, that's, like, that's why he's, like, don't you do that stuff on me kind of thing. Gotcha. He is a rage ball, this man. Holy shit. Yeah, that was brutal when he just punched it like that. Yeah, it was... Then that was when he started talking about how men are obviously better than women. And it's also when you realize that he's like, all these threats that he's making, he's absolutely... Not that you ever doubted it, really, but yeah. he would follow through without even thinking. Yeah, that he would kill all these people for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, and then this is where he gets to the point where he's like, all right, I'm done with this. Uh, River, if you don't come out right now, I'm going to shoot your brother in the head. Where'd she go? I can't keep track of her when she's not incorporeally possessing a spaceship. Don't look at me. That's some nonsensical crap. Ain't nobody can do that. You somewhere on this boat. Somewhere with a con playing games. <laughs> That's somewhat unsettling. Early. Mr. Jubal Early, bounty hunter. May I call you Jubal? Ain't nobody calls me that. Your mother dies. I'm sorry. Did. She's gone now. Is that supposed to scare me? Bringing up my mother? You're a liar. I don't think your intentions are honorable. No, I'm a bounty hunter. It's not generally considered honorable so much as... I live by a code, though. Which I think is you worth... You hurt people. Only when the job requires it. Wrong. You're a bad liar. You crawl inside me uninvited, and you hurt my crew. I see everything that passes. I only hurt people because they keep getting in the way of me finding you. Tell them. What am I, your advocate? You are starting now. He's really very gentle and fuzzy. We're becoming fast friends. <laughs> folks are all insane. Well, my sister's a ship. We had a complicated childhood. Doesn't anybody care that I have a finely crafted gun pointed at this boy's head? I care. Then are you gonna come out and stop me from doing what I don't want to? You gonna be smart here, River? River? And that's when she was like, um, everybody hated me, so I disappeared and I'm in the ship now. I am the ship. Which was really creepy. But in the best way. And she's like, I am Serenity, and Serenity is unhappy with you. Yeah. Kaylee is gone. Yeah. So in the meantime, she's doing her secret plan. I mean, Kaylee. River. River. Yeah. She's, she's telling Kaylee what to do. She's telling Mal what to do. It's, like, kind of amazing, considering how they've been treating her like she's, like, this lost murderous puppy. Yes. And we get to see how capable she actually is. We suddenly, like, you know, instead of just seeing all the flaws, we see how good she is at this kind of thing as well. Like, what she's actually capable of. Yes. And she thought it through very well. And then we, it's later revealed, pretty soon, I think, that she is not in the ship. She's on his ship. Which means she spacewalked over there all by herself. Yes. That's pretty cool. Considering she's been, like, locked up in a school for the gifted children. Like, it's not like she's been out and lived a life and been on you know, adventures before, but she's just, you know, super smart. She basically like calling him out saying like, he's a liar. He's hurt people. And she knows things about him, which is how he figures out like, Oh, the you're, dog. you're in my ship. 
Yeah, she starts describing the picture that he has. Yeah. He has a photo of him and his mum and dog, I think. Gotcha, yeah. It's like, your mum wouldn't be very proud she of you. She says that really creepy line, you crawl inside me uninvited, and you hurt my crew. <laughs> I'm like, you could chosen some better words. Yeah, unfortunately, her uh, brother kind of fucks up the plan. Yes. By trying to save her, which, I mean, obviously, like, she should have known he was gonna... Well, because she said she's gonna go with... Yeah, she's like, okay, Good cool. old Jubal. Let's go. I decided that's best for us. Which, but, you know, if I was... Yeah, I'd be mortified though, about that, too. Like, no, exactly. everybody. She should expect him to fight back on that. At this he, point, Kaylee has gotten out of her restraints and gone down to unlock everybody's... Cabins. cabins. Yeah. Malcolm has escaped. Yeah. And, he's and out on the deck. We don't know where he's going. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't told us. So we're like, where is he? Why isn't he jumping in and helping? Yeah. And Simon's so like desperation when he's trying to save her as well is like, do you think he's practically almost committed to suicide? Because well, the guy's going like, to shoot him. He's lucky. She's lucky. He didn't get killed. Yeah. Shot in the leg. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He does get shot. Because he was yeah. pretty much like, he was pretty much about to commit suicide to save her almost like because he knew he was gonna ever win that fight yes absolutely yeah it's crazy See, that's what it feels like in this but yeah she should oh yeah and then she starts talking about how he used to hurt the neighbor's dog that was so creepy yeah and i mm, i'm not even gonna say again it. with the animal death immediately <laughs> got some really horrible pictures in my mind and i was like oh this guy is Worst guy. Yeah, and then he climbs out into space, about to go. Yeah, because he believes her. That's yes. kind of dumb, I think, to be like, okay, let's go together. Like, why? If she was just going to give up, why would she do this whole thing? Float all the way over to a ship. It's a lot of work. Let's go. But yeah. Uh, Malcolm is there. He just whoom, pushes him out into space. And he flies away. Bye. That's the kind of revenge moment that I wanted from the first. Oh, just great. like a nice, yep, done. Yeah, and, like, the last shot I think we see is, like, well, he's here still I alive, am. right? He's still floating through space. You don't feel bad for him? No. One little bit. Yeah. Uh, the ending was pretty upbeat. Yes. I thought that Ana- Anara and-, and Mal were still being weird, which I didn't love, but, like, River and Kaylee are playing jacks, and everyone's just, like, sitting around and victory, right? Yeah, like, they the got the bullet out of Simon's leg. leg. Yeah. Which is great, because he's the doctor, so yeah. Zoe was not used to doing surgery. She, he guided her through it. Yeah. But doing another waves, yeah. amazing episode. Like, guys, if you haven't seen Firefly... Watch it. There's no excuse. Just go and watch it. Enjoy it. Watch it in the intended order. Not in the order they gave it to you. Yeah, I don't even think we did, because apparently, like, there's two episodes, or one of them that mentions this incident after... But this is the one, the way they appeared on the DVD, or in most things. So anyway, I feel so. this way makes more sense. Agreed. I think this was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was great. All right, are you guys ready for your quiz? Is there anything you'd like to say about uh, Firefly uh, besides how much we love it? I read it. Okay, I have a sneaking suspicion that Maz is going to kick your ass on this. <laughs> yes, I, I haven't watched it in I a very long she time. Already answered I don't one of these questions remember. by accident. So. And I didn't remember any of this, but like I said, I haven't watched this since like 2005, so I'm definitely gonna. Which I'm kind of wondering why I haven't rewatched I it because I'm I love it so it much. Why have I? I really, actually, I'm gonna go back now and rewatch all the episodes in between again. Yeah, same. I'm gonna watch it again as well. I really, really liked it mm-hmm. a lot, and I think I liked it better this time than the first time I watched it. I don't know why. Okay, question number one: In Serenity, what is the name of the war Mal and Zoe are fighting in? 
A, the Federation War, B, the Unification War, C, the Amalgamation War, D, the Confederation War, or E, the Coalition War? I'm going with C. Do we learn this in the pilot? No. no, no one says it. You learn it in the donut. I wouldn't ask you if it was yeah, in know. the pilot. So I know they use the word unification a lot. But I have a feeling that was not the name of the war. <laughs> I can't help you there because that would go be with, like, cheating. Confederate, the Confederation War. Confederation, yeah. Okay, no, nope, it's unification. Oh, I was right about unification. Uh, ah. <laughs> I should have stuck with my gut. Trust your gut. <laughs> Question two: In the train job, what does the crew unknowingly steal? A. Medicine. B. Bombs. C. Food for orphans. D. A widow's inheritance. Or E, a tiger. Yep, I know this. Do I this? also do. It's medicine. A, yep. All right. It's 1-1, one, one, guys. Question three. When Mal hits Inara's client at a formal dance, what is he forced to do? A, duel him with pistols. B, duel him with swords. C, race him on horseback. D, race him on foot. E, race him in a spaceship. I know this too. Do you know this? No. <laughs> I'm going to wait for you to answer then. I should have made harder questions. I'm sorry. Do it with a sword. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Two, two. Good job, guys. That's the other job that Badger sends them on. And then Anara just happens to be I remember there working. the party. And he I remember the, really the frilly dress off. that um, ah. Kaylee wears. The, like, really pink. Oh, yes. Frilly number. I'm excited. Okay, guys, it's tied. Two, two. I do have a tie-breaking question. Uh, question four. When Simon and River are kidnapped by locals, what happens? A. They worship River as a goddess. B. They try to eat River to absorb her power. C. They accuse River of being a witch and try to burn her at the stake. D. They marry River to their leader and insist she stay with them forever. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. See? See, they accuse River of being a witch and trying yep. to burn her at the stake? Yes. Is that also your answer? That's my answer. That's right! Guys, it's 3-3. Three, three. Man, if you, you had said, I had said unification, you would have been... And that was my yeah. first answer to it I switched. for five. <laughs> okay. Question five. Hopefully for the win. Why does Mal decide to suffocate Jane in Ariel? That's the name of the episode. This is the one she already answered, so now we're screwed. A. It's Ariel. It's also, yes, That's that was the place since he's been following them. attacks Inara when she won't take his money for sex. B. Jane sells Mal out to an old enemy to save himself. C. Jane turns River and Simon into the Alliance for the bounty. D. Jane lets a stowaway hide out on Serenity, who turns out to be very dangerous. C. It's not fair if I've already answered it. <laughs> that was your own fault. <laughs> What's your answer, Mazzy? Well, obviously the Selling River Simon app thing. Yes. All right, guys. You got four each. Okay. Here's your bonus question. I'm not going to give you options. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, at first, because obviously this is too easy. Uh, we'll let Saskia answer the question first. Let's <laughs> take them all first. Uh, yeah, because she already knew all the right <laughs> answers. Why is Inara planning to leave the ship? Oh. Do either of you remember? I don't. Do you remember? I'm thinking. If you don't, you just give me a guess and whoever's closest, I will uh, give them. Oh. I do have multiple choice, but I feel like if I she's say them. She's going to live with, the, she's accepted an offer from one of the rich people. No, I don't think it was that. 
Okay, what do you think it was? <laughs> I feel it like there was... I think it was more like a mouth thing, like something happened that she was unhappy with. Okay, we're going to give that uh, definitely to Mazzy. I'll give you the options. She and Mal hooked up and broke up. He couldn't handle her seeing clients. B, Mal slept with a friend of Inara's, a fellow companion. She's super jealous. C, Inara is sick of all the danger. Her life keeps being put at risk over their business. D, she doesn't feel safe with Jane. C? You're first. I'm going to get C. C is the one I'm not saying. I'm saying B. It's B. B, damn it. That was going to be my second guess. (laughs) That was my second guess. She did better at first. Now I don't know. All right. You can share the donut. It's okay. Here you go, Mazzy. Good job on the quiz. You got to open it up and tell everybody what kind of donut you got. Exciting. You look the other way. Ooh, that looks like a meringue type. Yes, lemon meringue again. Lemon, oh, I love lemon good. meringue. We can share. Delightful. We should share. We will I feel share. you beat me on that last one. We question. did we have will share them all. A donut disaster. I picked two so that you could choose your favorite, but the second one got mushed. Right, I love lemon meringue. It says mom on it and had a heart because it's Aww. Mother's Day, but now it's just like sludge. It's still going to taste fine, but I didn't want to present it to you on this podcast because obviously it's going to be ugly. All right, I need you guys to pick a number for our next episode, whatever show we're going to watch. It's got to be between 1 and 906, please. 1 and 906. Yeah, and be careful because you're choosing our future here. So make it good. 735. Okay. Saskia, what number do you want? 400. Thought you were going to say four. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good one. All right. Uh, 735 is Sex in the City! Oh, no! Can I change? No, that's amazing! (laughs) My quote of the day is from Sex in the City today! I want to change my number. Oh, that's so awesome! Be something good, 400! 410. No, 400! Oh, 400, just kidding. She said 400. You all heard it. I just don't have a very good memory. Oh my god, do South! So Canadian. It's about a Mountie who lives in America. Let's oh, do that one. Do South? If Piers is doing it, we should definitely do Do South. Do South it is. If Sex in the City should wait till it's back on my turn because I've seen it all and I love it. Okay. So I'll be better quiz master for that one, I think. Do South. All right, guys. Please tune in next time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I hope that you had fun. I hope we can get you back on again. Hopefully maybe next season. Season five. Yes. If we pick another sci-fi, we'll definitely give you a call. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sci-fi, fantasy, I am in. These are your favorites. Yeah. We I'm just so mad I got that last question wrong. I should have known that. <laughs> well, you still got the donut. <laughs> bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take my love. Take my land. Take me where I cannot stand. I don't care. I'm still free. You can take the sky from me. Take me out. Tell them I ain't coming back Burn the land and all the sea You can't take the sky from me There's no place I can be Since I found serenity You can't take the sky from me